Sachem Perik Yud Mishnah Base Ten Two, continuing on with the Leil Haseder, if you will, and now we say Mazgulo Kos Rishon. The first step is the pouring of the first cup of wine over which we're going to make Kiddush. Now, just the words more precisely, Mazgulo means first of all Mazgu. Mazgu means to mix. Maziga is to mix wine with water together. In the time of Chazal, it was considered uncouth to eat, to drink wine straight. That was not mixed. They would mix it three parts water, typically to one part wine. Mafarshim um, bring down that their wine was um, more strong than our wine is today, meaning presumably that the taste was stronger or like the effects that it gave you a headache and so on were stronger um, because of impurities, and therefore they would water down the wine um, so it wouldn't be so potent. Whatever the case, the... Wine is mixed with water, and that's what's referred to as maziga sakos. Mazgulo means they poured that wine for him. From here it's learned that one doesn't pour his own wine. Someone pours the wine for you, at least for the person leading the Seder. It's explicit over here. The idea being, again, someone who's a Ben-Horan, royalty, people take care of them, and they'll pour the wine for them. Many have the custom of everyone at the table pouring for everyone else. Bismanazeh. Kos Rishon means the first of those four cups of wine that we're going to say Kiddush over. Now, Kiddush is comprised of two brachas. One of them is what's referred to in the Mishnah as the bracha al hayom, the bracha on the day, if you will. And the other one is called birchas the bracha al hayayin, the bracha on the wine. So, just to make sure we're clear here, the bracha on the day we're referring to is the bracha that ends. Mikadesh Yisrael v'Hazmanim. We thank Hashem for choosing us and for sanctifying Klai Yisrael and this day. And the second one is Berei Priyagafen. That's a bracha on the wine, the usual bracha. The question is which one should come first. And that's the focal point of our mission here. This is an old machlokas. We saw the back, saw it back in the eighth parak of Masechus Brachos. It's the same story over here again. Beis Shaman, Beis Hill disagree. Which should come first of the two? So, Beishame Omrim Mavarachala Yom Vaachakach Mavarachala Yain. Beishame hold first, you make the bracha on the day. Asher Bacharban Mikolam and Vurachata Hashem Mikadish Surah Hazamanim. That comes first. And then, Bari Priyagafen. And his rationale is twofold. First of all, he says that on a chronological point of view, so as soon as it becomes nightfall, and it's the 15th now of Nisan. So here we go. It's Pesach. Whether or not you made Kiddush, Pesach has arrived. Hashem, so to speak, is the one who's Mikadash has my name. He sanctifies the holidays, if you will. And that happens. I don't want to get into the technicality about Yisrael coming first and us on our calendar and so on. But the point is that the whether you like it, Pesach has come now, um, even if you don't make Kiddush. So since chronologically Pesach arrives before Kiddush is made, and then that's first, so therefore it makes sense that one should first make the bracha on the day, followed by the bracha on the wine. In addition, he says that Hayom Gorm Liyayin Shiavo, it's the reason why we're bringing out this Kiddush cup and making Kiddush on this wine, is because it's Yom Tov today, it's, it's Leila Seder. That being the case, sort of in cause and effect, Cause being more primary than effect. The cause here is the Yom Tov. The effect is making Kiddush on the wine. And therefore, again, primacy should be given to the recognition of the day. And therefore, we're the Yom first and then second on the wine. That's based Shammai Shita. 
Basil disagree. Again, they give two reasons. The first reason they give is that, sort of fascinating to me, is that Shahayim Goran Amer. You wouldn't be saying, you wouldn't be able to say Kiddush if you didn't have wine. Since wine is a prerequisite for making Kiddush and makes it possible. As a side point, you could have bread also. That's neither here nor there. It's the same relationship with whatever you're saying the Kiddush over. So since the thing which makes something in practice possible, the Ma'ase is the greater, is gets recognition, and therefore it comes first. So that's the first reason why one makes the Baruch HaBrei first. But you still give a second reason, which is there's a general rule when it comes to Kadima Brachas. If you have two Brachas to be said, and you're questioning which one should come first, the general rule is that Tadir Vishaino Tadir Tadir Kodem, the one that is more frequently recited is the one that comes first. I'm just a side point. The definition of Tadiras, of frequency, is not which one you have to say more regularly or more often in the course of a year. It means the one in which halacha mandates is said more often over the course of the year. It's not, you know, it's not your personal preference, if you will, or your personal custom, but rather how it's been legislated necessarily so. So certainly, Bray comes up many times throughout the year. You make it on every Kiddush on the, the night of Shabbos and Yom Tov, on the day of Shabbos and Yom Tov, at Havdalah, and so on. So you're making Bray Puryagafen all the time. Again, we're not talking about how often you drink wine. We're talking about how often it's required to make the bracha Bray Puryagafen as a mitzvah to itself. That's certainly more frequent than the bracha that one makes on Asher Baruch Abad Mekolam, Baruch Mekadosh Yisrael Vazmanim, that's something else that comes occasionally, a few times a year. So that being the case, the Tadir, the more frequent one, Bari Pergafen comes first, and that's Beis Hiloshita, um, as the second reason. The Lach, of course, is like Beis Hilo, that's what we do. We first make the Bracha Bari um, Pergafen, followed by Mikadosh Yisrael Vazmanim. In addition, period. Now, in addition, in case you're wondering, when we make Kiddush at Leila Seder, there's a third bracha we make, that's the Shechiyonu bracha. So that bracha certainly is made at Kiddush, but it's not intrinsic to Kiddush. Obviously, women make it when they light their candles on, on Yom Kippur. We don't make Kiddush all, but we say Shechiyonu and so on. So Shechiyonu stands alone. It's independent of Kiddush, just in the choreography of the day, under normal circumstances, since everyone's there and the person's making it, so he's recognizing the day then and there with Kiddush, so he'll also make the Shechiyonu bracha. But you could tease us apart in various scenarios. They're not really intrinsically connected. So when we're talking about the brachas here, the two brachas of Kiddush are the ones I said before, and Sheikh really is a bracha all to itself, totally independent of Kiddush. Um, there's one last important side point, really important to me. The word Sheikh is mispronounced very frequently. Um, and I, it's a hobby horse of mine, so there you go. I'm going to let you have it right now. And no, the word Sheikh the violation under those letters... Think for yourself, what are the vowels under the Shehecheyanu? The answer is, it's three segols in a row. The three dots, you know, in the triangle that make the S sound, like an E. So it's Shehecheyanu. Okay, so please pronounce it properly when you make the Birkas Shehecheyanu.